Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Here we go. Come on, Welcome to Tuesday's show. Uh, morning, studio. Morning. morning. All right, let's get started around the room. Up first, he always wears a hat. He's doing a pretty good job of losing his belly fat. By the way, which was his goal? I didn't just say that out of nowhere. <laughs> he said <laughs> that, he, that was goal. his goal. Yeah. Working. Here he is. Producer Eddie, everybody. Yeah. Guys, I had to do something this weekend that I hadn't done in forever. I mean, I used to do it when I was a kid, but my son was acting up. He was being disrespectful to his mom. So I made him do lines. Oh, I, I saw you post this on Instagram. Yeah. And when I was a kid, dude, my teachers would make me do it all the time. So I was like, this has to work. I remember it. So I made him write 150 times. I will obey my mom and follow the rules. 150? 150. That's a harsh first offense. Oh. Well, it's not his first offense. He disobeys his mom all the time. But did you say, hey, you're going to write sentences? Nah. It was just kind of the 10th time of being like, dude, you need to like get it together. That's it. I'm what, over it. What do you think about that punishment? First, he was like, I'm, I can't do this. This is crazy. But he did it in like 20 minutes. Wow. Do you feel like it will deter him from doing it again? Yeah. Because next time it's going to be 200. And you know what it was going to be? What was the best oh. part? The best part was ripping it up when in front of him when he was done. All that work and you just tore that's it up. What my, that's what the teachers used to do to me. And I'm like, this is going to be cool. And I enjoyed it. I'm like, well, thank you. Rip. And he was like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, <laughs> I man. loved it. You're too happy about this. I'm going to All right, let's go over to Lunchbox. He does crossword puzzles, and listeners think he needs a muzzle. Here he is. LB. <laughs> Business partner, I just want to look at you right now and tell you we got a problem. Uh-oh. I still don't have my money. I, I know. I know. And this is why, business partner, we got another problem. <laughs> we got people bidding on these shoes, and then they don't pay. But like that's, we, that's 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 part of the problem with eBay, though. Like, I, I know, but I, I don't know where else to sell the Yeezys. Like, we got like $175 for the Yeezys. No pay. And I emailed the person three times. No response. So the Yeezys are going to have to go back up for sale. Lunchbox and I bought a storage unit uh, together. We like we didn't buy the actual unit. We bought what was in it. 
And so I paid for 75% of it, and then he was going to do the work. And I've, I've been, been doing the work. I haven't it, seen a penny from it, mm. right? a single penny. Because I don't want to pay you in like, oh, here's $30, paid, no, here's $30. Like no, no, I'd rather be paid I, like that. I'd rather pay you in no, no, one No, 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 but I'd rather just sum. get some money at all. <laughs> I've, no, I've got no money. I know. And I so the Yeezys are going back up for sale today because I can't get payment from this person. So we are... What have we sold from the unit? Uh, we have sold. Let me go to my eBay account. The I mean, there are listeners, too, that are asking about this. Every time we go to the voicemail lines. I have a question regarding Lunchbox. When is he going to give Bobby Bones his money he received from the shoes? I thought that was supposed to be done on the end of the month of February. I- Just wondering. Thank you. They don't interrupt the lady here. I, I know. I, I thought she was done. I, I, I know. I've been trying. But Why are like, you stammering? Because you know something's up. Go ahead. A lot of, ah, ah, ah. Just say February's a short month. Yeah, February was short, <laughs> and then I got people not not paying. How many pairs of shoes have we sold? We've sold six pairs of shoes. That's good. Wow. You need to, Give you them need the to money, dude. And how many more pairs of shoes do we have to sell? Two. Okay, I don't. Because, no, no, no. ridiculous. I just want my money. Where's your money? Well, no, actually, <laughs> now one because the Yeezys. Scoob, if I give you like 50 bucks, can you like. Hurt him? Yeah, like I'll a, break his arm for sure. Yeah, I'm, like I'm some sort of bookie situation. <laughs> he, he's coming to me for the descriptions uh, and how to do it and all this stuff. And I, I don't want to cut, but I feel bad for you not getting anything at all at this point. How, how long ago did I give him this money? I think this was back in October. Maybe uh, even, uh, soon, maybe even further longer. back. It may have been uh, sooner. Longer than that. Uh, even he's going to maybe uh, sooner. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, two pair of shoes. Put them back up. <sighs> We're going to have to deadline this, but they're being punishment. Give me told tomorrow to figure this out. No, no, but I listen... You can't do that because what listeners are doing is they, they hear the punishment, they're going to buy them and then not pay just so I get the punishment. Uh, wise man once said, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> no, it ain't showbiz. That's called that's showbiz, baby. not cool. So people, if you want to bid, pay, man. How much money have we made right now? Profit. Man, if I knew how to go to my eBay. Like, oh, God. That's why we can't get them. Oh. He didn't know how to load. Oh, like, like, he can't even log into his eBay and he's like, no. they're screwing up our eBay. <laughs> my eBay. Okay, anyway, Amy, I'm I'll, I'll find it by the end of this segment. Okay. Over to Amy. She went to get her energy healed, and she's not too great behind the steering wheel. Here she is. Okay. My son came to me. I guess he got an ad for this app that's called Perfect Lie, and so he has to send approval for anything he downloads. And he's like, can I get approval for this app? We click on it, and it says, how good of a liar are you? Can you fool your mom? Can you lie to your dad, your teacher? Can you be the number one liar in the world? And... I guess it's supposed to be fun, but obviously I denied it, and I, I just don't want my son playing a game that's like literally teaching him how to lie. App Store, the perfect lie. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's, it's like a cartoon. I never heard of such thing. I don't know. Parents, beware. So does it really train your kid how to lie? I didn't download it. I tried to read as much about it, and that that's that was the selling point. Hmm. All those questions, and I guess that's for kids if they don't have to have approval the from their parents. perfect lie. To check their phones, see if they're playing the perfect lie. Yeah, perfect lie. All right. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he has to use his own money for games on the show, so when we win, he loses dough. Bobby Bones. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm going to ask you guys if you ever met one of your professional heroes, because I, I got a chance to meet one of mine, which... Over the end of last week, I went to California and I filled in for Rich Eisen, who way back in the day was one of the real big sports center anchors. He's got a big sports radio and TV show, which is I did. He works for NFL Network. So I went out and did a sports show for a couple days for him. And they were like, book whoever you want. And I said, can we get Craig Kilborn? And he came in. And I'd, I'd met him through Zoom before, but he actually came in and did the show. And I got to tell him, like, 
Like, you're one of my, like, heroes. Because the guy did sports and then decided he wanted to go to the Daily Show at Comedy Central. And nobody was, like, switching genres. And he went and did that. Then he had a late night talk show on CBS. And he's 6'5", which was wow. extremely oh, wow. surprising. He played college basketball. But he couldn't have been nicer. And his, like, shtick is, like, fancy. And he's like, I am Lord Kilby. He's just fine. <laughs> but he could not have been nicer. We hung out afterward. He, he was like, can I get it? Let's do selfies. It was like really a great experience for me. And they always say, don't meet your heroes. And that was really a great example of sometimes why you should. Amy, I know you get to meet, mm, I guess I only talked to Robin there. Roberts on I know. Robin Zoom. Roberts waiting to meet her in person, but we have. I've met Robin Roberts in person. She's awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. We've talked on Zoom, which yes. Okay. Next level, we'll be meeting her. But you and I were in New York for something for work. And we were at some party that our company was hosting. And I got to meet Delilah. Oh, oh yeah. that's cool. You did meet Delilah. That's right. She's awesome. Eddie, you ever met anybody? I mean, Garth Brooks. I wanted to be him when I was a kid. And then when I met him, I was like, wow, he's a hero. Is that a professional hero? Yeah, I'm an artist, kind of. Mm. You know what uh, I mean? Uh -huh. I mean, but that, dude, when I was young, I wanted to be Garth. So when I met him, it was really cool. Lunchbox. Johnny Bananas. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to be. I mean, I wanted to be real world. I wanted to be the challenge. <laughs> I wanted to be an influencer. Johnny Bananas is that. And so when I met him, it That's was good. like, woo hoo hoo. Is yeah. he an influencer? What? It, <laughs> is he an influencer? He said, he said he wants to be an influencer. 100%. I, what right do you now, think we are? What would you influence? The lives of America? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Most influence ha influencers have like a specific like a area they influence in. Like what would Bananas be an influencer on? I don't think he's known I, as yeah, an I don't influencer. Know. I think he's <laughs> a, a personality, like a television personality. Okay. Yeah. Then that's, okay. Then I guess not influencer. <laughs> I thought more he was an influencer. How much, tell me, give me some money here. So we've made around 700 bucks. So made as in more than what we put in. Yeah. Well, no. So minus. So, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. <laughs> we put in like we put in 220. Okay. So 700 minus 220. You tell me. You tell me. 480. Do the math. All right. 480. So you've made uh, $240 profit here. Where is my 240? And then if we sell the Yeezys for what we were, no, I mean, no. we're looking at. And we're looking over like. Four hundred bucks each, man. That's a great. Investment. I got zero dollars right now. I, I need know, my money. I know. I, the Yeezys are going back up for sale, but people. This quit. is what's going to happen. This is what's uh, going to happen. No, no. You said I'm going to give them to the end of the month. Come on. And I'm not going to say what's going to happen, but it ain't going to be good. <sighs> oh man. Because this is a radio bit too, Ooh, so we can do stuff it. to him on the radio mm -hmm. if he doesn't give the money. So now I got a question, business partner. I I'm should have been. Telling, I'm not telling you what's going to happen. I should have been asking you this from the beginning. Go ahead. I've been paying like every post we put up. I pay an extra two ninety nine just to boost it so it'll get more views. Just so you know. Do you like that or that, no? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that means you're going to get less money, Bones. No, no, it, no that, he didn't ask me about does, that. Has okay. boosting it worked? I don't know. I mean, we get bids. <laughs> <laughs> like this one, I got, I, and I mean, I put a reserve fee on there. Like it has to get to a certain amount or else it doesn't sell. Let's just sell them, bro. Well, one was only, they, they bid I like. I just want my money. I just want my mm -hmm. money. You got to the end of the month. Or I mean, else. Or else. I, I'm yeah. just telling you. I'm right. sorry, dude. Businesses, you run into problems. This is the... This is the All right, we're moving on. Right. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend of two years, he's about 12 years older than I am. He was married before. He has two great kids. He has decided he does not want any more children and, in fact, cannot have any more because... He had a vasectomy. I struggle because I'm in my 30s, never been married. I don't have any kids myself. I love kids, and until now, I've never given serious thought to either having them or not having them. It's taken me so long to find this wonderful man. I'm so in love. I believe I have found the one, but I'm afraid to commit to not having children because it's a scary thing. 
at the same time, I don't want to lose the love of my life because I'm thinking the grass could be greener on the other side. Is the potential of children worth giving up someone I love and care for deeply? He's afraid I'll change my mind in the future about children and will leave the relationship because of it. How can we move forward in our relationship? Thank you. Childless in love. That's heavy. That's big. That's tough. That's real. I do think if you want kids, it's going to be really hard to not resent him, even not consciously. Because if you want kids and he has a vasectomy and you're like, I'm good with it, I'm good with it, you can still hold that against him and not even really know why you're holding it against him. If you really want kids and he doesn't want any more kids, it's going to be tough for this to be a like healthy, loving, long-term relationship. And it's tough because you lose either way. You lose because you don't get kids or you lose because you leave the man. I'm going to tell you this. Men, replaceable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. My wife could replace me in 30 seconds and it, <laughs> she'd be great, maybe even better. I'm not going to tell you to not be with the dude because this is serious stuff here, but it's going to be very hard for you in one year, seven years, 11 years, 20 years that you didn't have kids if you really wanted them. So I would look long and hard at the other men around you. Ooh. Oh. All of them. And if you got to pick one, if you really want kids, you need to go have the kids with somebody else. You need to, you're not married yet. Again, yeah, it's just a boyfriend. Men, dime a dozen. I go kids over marriage if that's extremely important to you, Amy. Yeah, you're, I, I'm with you. It's, it's kids over marrying this guy, but keep this dialogue open with him. Aren't vasectomies reversible? Reversible, yeah, absolutely. Well, but you can't, now I'm not saying she should change his mind, but who knows, he might. But if depends he if he castrated himself or not. <laughs> <laughs> like in prison? <laughs> At least if you keep this dialogue going too, you know, he's not going to be completely blindsided when you break up with him. And he may also say if he's as good a guy as you say, Hey, if it's important to you, I get it. You should. Ding. And you'll, you you can make him prioritize. You can actually take the spotlight and put it back on him. To go, look, I really want kids, but I really want to be with you. What should I do? Because mm. I, I can't pick. And he may go, you know what? I'll, I, I'll flip it and reverse it. <laughs> and then if he doesn't, then that's your answer. And he may just say, I think yeah. you need to go on with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And there you go. He answered it. I just don't think you want to live a life of resenting him and being sad you didn't have kids if you really want kids. If you want kids over an eight, dump the chump. That's what I say. Mm. At, at what point in the relationship do you think you have the kid talk? Like, <laughs> Oh, early, early. If, if it's not a big deal. you don't, As long as you don't sit him down and be like, let's have a talk. Right. If you're just like, yeah, I, I really want kids. Probably it's not a big deal if you don't make it a big deal. Right. Well, it's just hard when you're this deep in and you're so in love and you're like, oh, yeah. Here's the thing about in love. That that in love part where you're just like butterfly that's not real anyway. Like the real love is found through time and effort and you being there for each other. That's where the love comes from. Don't sound like you're doing that. Look at you, man. That's some truth right there. Well, that's just what's up, you know. What's up, you know? <laughs> right. Good luck. Thank you for the email. That's a, that's a tough one. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. I like to make a prediction that I can get beat up in the next, I don't know, two or three months. Uh-oh. From? I don't know. But I'm just getting a little... I'm at eight on that whole. Enneagram. Enneagram, where it's like the challenger. And if I feel like justice isn't being served, then I'm going to go serve the justice. And so a couple things happened. First of all, after the Arkansas game on Saturday, we were, we'd walked out. We were kind of like in the, the bowels of the, the stadium. And I didn't see it happen. But my wife and one of our friends was with her. So they walked out and some guy looked at them and was like, 
like that. Like mean, like, to them. Okay. My wife didn't tell me the other girl did. Hmm. And she was like, that dude over there, like, looked at both of us and was like, like, and, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go sit. I'm going to go over and talk to him. And they were like, no, 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 don't. I was so mad we lost the game anyway. And I was like, no, I'm gonna, if he's going to do that, I'm going to go find out why he did that or if there's a misunderstanding. And they were like, no, 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 please don't. Please don't. Because my wife knew I was up, upset anyway. And I was going to go and maybe get beat up. And that's okay. But I didn't do it. Oh, you didn't do it. I didn't do it. Okay. Then, smash cut, 36 hours later or so. I'm at the grocery store. Big meat counter. There's like three people behind the meat counter. There's just a guy standing there working behind the meat counter. Not doing diddly do. And I say, hey, do you know where we can get some of this chicken sausage? And he's like, yeah, I walk right over there. Boom, boom. Walk over. He's pulling some chicken sausage out of the thing. And some old guy goes, must be nice just cut in line like that. Ooh. Them fighting words. I was about, I'm about to beat up old man. <laughs> at the grocery store. Yeah. At like a, it's at like a Whole Foods knockoff. It wasn't even like Whole Foods. It was like some hell. And I'm about to beat up an old man. And I said, what? And my wife said, don't, don't, don't. We're in the grocery store. People will record you. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, probably not. At least Ramus cart. Yeah. He didn't have a car. <laughs> okay. He was, old, he was in a suit and he was like 70. But he looked physically fit for a 70 year old I mean, I mean, you, like, I mean, you would not cutting is your pet yes thing. I wouldn't you cut in line for anybody but right. don't don't be mouthy like that oh uh, man take your meat and slap it with it so <laughs> I, it was in a bag uh, yeah it was in a bag that would be cool though. I just had two incidents that were so close together and there's another one I want to jump in on so bad I like a public one where justice needs to be served and maybe it will be at some point by me but it ain't my job to serve justice all the time but I feel like I'm gonna get I'm gonna push it till I get beat up soon so when I come with a couple black eyes because I don't claim to be a fighter Although I do feel like I can handle myself a little bit now. Interesting. You want to fight right now? No, I don't mind fighting for in what's my right. head for what's right because justice needs to be served. That's true. And when you look at me, what do you see? Uh, justice. Oh, I was well, say I that, that's oh, that's not uh, <laughs> not justice. No, no. no. So my and then finally, this is something I got irritated too on Instagram. Somebody was like, "You said you don't eat breakfast and lunch at the same time." Because I posted a picture of some steak and eggs I was having. Now, steak and eggs together as a breakfast plate is a breakfast plate. You've said that. Yes. That's not breakfast and lunch together. And also, I don't eat breakfast and lunch at the same time with somebody at the table. If my wife's going to go, I'm going to eat lunch, I have to get lunch. We don't cross breakfast and lunches. But she had breakfast, so I had breakfast, which is steak and eggs. And we're doing this Whole30 crap. You know what? You're familiar with it? I've heard mm-hmm. of that. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Yeah, tell me about it. And But my wife's crushed it at making it easy for me. It's only dumb in that it's hard. But I have all these like stomach issues. And so she's like, let's do Whole30. I'll do it with you. Super cool of her. She made all this. She spent all this weekend prepping food for this week. Whole30 is where you like eat all this food, no sugar, no all like whole foods. Not from the rush, not from the grocery store. Yeah, but like whole foods by whole. definition. Yeah. I can eat no dairy, no sugar. Oh, that's tough. Unless it's natural. It's a lot of meat. So you can't do cereal? No, and I love oh, cereal. Oh, you do. I I, I would eat cereal. So you can't cereal. do candy? What is... I can't do candy. Okay, <laughs> no, let me see. What is Whole30? Candy. Whole30 is a 30-day elimination diet that involves avoiding certain foods that, according to the founders, can cause inflammation, cravings, and negativity. Oh, negativity. that's cool. Oh, well, so you won't want to beat people up. Yeah, that's weird, though. No, that's angry. Maybe that's why I'm trying to fight yeah, people. That's what I'm thinking. The program encourages you to cut out alcohol, sugar, grains, legumes, dairy, and additives for 30 days. Yeesh, she out. made steak because we had meat. No A1 sauce. I tried to fight anybody. Stanley the dog. I'm getting A1 sauce. 
I'm take it out on somebody. This is why you're angry. Maybe that's why. <laughs> this is it. We've got to the we root got to of, the of, it. of it. All your joys have been ripped away. Yeah. I got oranges. Oh, boy. The small ones. The wife peeled for me because I'm like, I'm not peeling I that. mean, you're like a five-year-old with little baggies. Yeah, soccer. soccer I year. have plums. What is that thing in there with the plums? Well, it's, it's in a different bag. It's in a bag in a bag. And is that, that a Slim Jim? A chomp. Like beef, beef jerky? Yeah, yeah, but it's clean beef jerky. Oh, nice. So there you go. That's what I... So, hey... I guess don't mess with me. <laughs> Not in 30 days. Hey, don't mess with me for 30 days. Okay, I think we got to the bottom of it. Thank you, guys. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Michael B. was walking his dog. He's in California. And he saw some sticks in the water because he liked to walk on the side of this river. He soon realized it was a boy, like a young kid up to his neck. And the water was running a little heavy because there was a storm recently. He was like, is that a kid? So he jumped in the cold, rushing water. He grabs the four-year-old boy. He struggled to keep both of their heads above the water. He kind of like had his feet on the ground, was fighting the current. He got him to the shore. The L.A. County Fire Department hopped in and said the boy's extremely lucky to be alive. He was an autistic toddler taken to a nearby hospital where he was reunited with his family who had been looking for him because they were at a park and he disappeared. Wow. And so the guy happened to see him and saved him. Here's a clip of Michael explaining how he rescued the four-year-old boy. The kid was soaking wet. The water was past his neck and he was crying. So I kind of had to swim dive to grab the kid, made sure that he was head was above water and he was breathing and that I was breathing. Their current was coming. It was slippery. It was cold. It was about 50 degrees. There's about 10 things that had to go right here. He had to be walking at that time. He had to see the boy, had to go, well, I guess I'm going to jump in and risk my life too. Saves the boy. Those parents are like, where's our kid? Mm. Holy cow. That is a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. 
Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Seuss Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Fake or real? college mascots. Amy, if I said uh, the Blue Devil. Oh, 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 I lived in North Carolina. That's real. Yeah, Duke. Yeah. And that's the name of their mascot, too. Mm-hmm. The literal mascot that runs around Blue Devil. Yeah, but I quickly learned I was uh, the other team fan. Tar-Hills. You don't even know the team, though. Yeah, I do. North Carolina. You said the other team. I, had to cl- yeah. cl- I mean, but yeah, my first <laughs> time in the, in the Raleigh-Durham airport, I was like, oh, I want to fit in, meet new friends. I'm new here. So I bought a Duke shirt. And then turns out everyone that lived near me. They were spitting me, at you. <laughs> everyone near me was Tar Heels fans. So I had to, like, stop wearing that. Stephanie in Illinois is on the phone. Stephanie, we're going to give you a chance to win a $50 Sonic gift card. Stephanie, how's your morning going so far? Good. How are you guys? We're doing pretty good. Uh, oh, she said. Uh, oh, she one, did. Two, three. Morning. Morning. So, Stephanie, here's what we're gonna do. I've got seven of these mascots. Do you think Amy will at least get five of them right? If you say yes, and then she does, you win. Or if you say no, she does. You know, you get it. Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna go with no. Okay. <laughs> Amy, if you get five right, she loses. Ready? Okay. Wooshock, the mascot of a certain school. Wooshock, is that real or fake? <laughs> Woo, woo shock. I, I don't know, real. Correct. Ah! The mascot for Wichita State. Shocker? Is the woo shock. Oh, the woo shock, yeah. Shockers. Okay. Name the math. Kangaroo Jack. Oh my gosh. Here in America? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are, yeah, yeah, college mascots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go fake? Correct. Okay. Let's go. There you go. Even I... Ray's confused by the game. Oh boy. <laughs> Next up, Otto the Orange. Fake. Real. Oh, mm-hmm. Syracuse. Syracuse. Okay. Gary the Goofball. Gary the Goofball. Oh, my gosh. That has to be fake. Correct. <sighs> Sugar Bear Bailey. Your mascot of a college whose name is Sugar Bear Bailey. I don't remember what we were saying. We go fake. Fake, real, real. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Real. Fake. Oh. Dang it. Shasta. Shasta what? That's the name of the mascot, Shasta. That's the name of, the, the literal name they give their mascot. Okay, I, I don't know how someone would make up Shasta so real. That's correct. University of Houston, the mascot's name is Shasta. Really? Yeah. The cool. cougar? Mm-hmm. How but many the Shasta the cougar, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm confused about this game, <laughs> I too, didn't Amy. Know that one yeah, either. we're right. Uh, Pigatron. Pig-a- pig or pick? Pigatron. P I G G A T R O N. Pigatron. Is that the name of the Hawks? The, the the Arkansas Razorback hog. Do they have a hog named Pigatron? Why would I answer that question? Yes or no? <laughs> I'm trying to look into your eyes. Okay, it's real. Fake. Oh, oh no! Dang it! I, I, I'm not sure what happened here. Did she win, Mike? The collar one. Okay, Yay! there we go. Right, that's a wanted. tough one because mostly the mascots would be like Wichita State, the Shockers. Shockers. But we're talking about their literal mascot that's and tough. the character. Uh, do you know who? Mr. Wolf is W-U-F Mr. Wolf is from what school? 
Nope. Who's the Wolfpack? North Carolina State. That's it. Nice really? job. Wow. Eddie, come Good on. Confidence clues, wow, Eddie. Wow, I was wow, like, wow. Okay. Hokie Bird. Okay. Virginia That's, Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech. Good. Hokies. Yeah, that. Sparty. Michigan, Michigan State. State. Bart. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. They're just answering so fast. <laughs> Sorry, Amy, you want us to give you a chance to apologize. <laughs> no, 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 are I'm, they, I'm are going they to them. Spartans? <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay, but I have thoughts. Go ahead. Rock the Panther. R O C. Pit. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Let's go. Good job, dude. Uh, Charlie the Tuna. The fi- uh, fish of the sea. Starkest Tuna. All right. Oh, that, that was fake. <laughs> Starkest Tuna. <laughs> That's like. Uh, Pistol Pete. That's yeah. Maravich. Pistol Pete. That's a come on, come on, come on. What school has Pistol, Pistol Pete as their mascot? Pete. Florida. It's got to be a guy with guns. Oh, is that Oklahoma State? Yes, Oklahoma State. Are you good at this, dude? Come on. Ramses. The Rams. VCU. Colorado State. North Carolina. That Ram. Oh, the big mascot. Goldie the Gopher. Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, good. Cosmo the Cougar. Cosmo the Cougar now. Cosmo the Cougar. Washington State. Mm Mm-mm. Cougar. This one does like push-ups on the board. Like this flips. They lift him up. He's awesome. It's BYU. Oh, yeah. Bucky Badger. Wisconsin. 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 (laughs) I think he just heard Lunchbox and jumped in on his word. (laughs) Me. Bruiser. Bruiser the Bear. Uh, Baylor. Baylor. Mm. Dang, I knew that one. And you knew Baylor. <laughs> finally, the Fighting Aardvark. There's no that's, one. That's, that's, no, 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 no. that's Akron. Akron. <laughs> The Fighting Aardvark is not real. All right. Um, I don't know. Stephanie. She won. Yeah, she won. Big Yay, winner. celebrate. Hey, right, she won. Yeah. Okay. Stephanie, who's your school? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have one. Okay, we'll take it. Okay. Art Barks. Yeah, Art Barks. We have a great one yeah, for we'll you. Go, we'll the Fighting Art Barks. Okay. Uh, stay on the phone, Stephanie. We'll get your information. All right, this is an unsolved mystery. It's kind of like solved mysteries. Mm. A Pennsylvania woman who went missing decades ago and was declared dead, found alive in Puerto Rico. Oh. A Pennsylvania woman who was missing for 30 years and declared was found alive. DNA samples were able to confirm her identity. Her sister and her husband were shocked and relieved to hear that she was alive. Wow. What was her she doing? sister and her husband for 30 years. Abby sent me this story. Abby, can you tell me what happened here? Why was she missing? What, am I, what do I not know? Yeah, this is insane. So it was 1992 when her husband got home and she was gone. But before that, she was showing signs of like schizophrenia and saying that the world was going to come to an end and people are after her and all that. And so apparently she went to Puerto Rico and her sister said that she loved traveling there when she was younger. Did they not so, think to go check there? So in 1999, they saw like a mysterious woman just walking around unidentified. And they took her into a care home. But they never put the in two and Puerto two together. Rico. Yeah, in Puerto Rico. But they never put the two and two together till last year. So, okay, so she still wasn't well. Right, yeah. And, she was just kind of wandering around, didn't have a home, and they just took her in. But she wouldn't say, she said she got there from a cruise from Europe. So that's why they just thought she came from Europe. They had no idea. And then recently she started talking more. Do you think she was hiding from something? See, that's what I thought. When Abby told me the story at first, I was like, wow, it sounds like she was faking the schizophrenia to make a disappearance clean and get oh, away. I like that. And then when she's like, oh, she was still just wandering the streets. Okay, maybe there was really something wrong with her. 
Yeah, because she's 83 now, and they said she has dementia. So. Okay, so... And they want to bring her back, but she's like, I want to stay here. Well, that's been her home for 30 years. Yeah. But if she's 83 and has dementia, is that just added? But how does she know the... Oh, I guess she didn't know. How do they spot her then? How do they know it was her? That's what I don't understand. They, but dem- they, dementia, like they, you can have different no, no, types. No. But they said... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that. But they said she just started talking. So did her dementia create make her talk about the truth and things that really were real? Yeah, that may have happened. Like in the past, which is she like mentioned- the opposite oh. of what people associate with dementia, where they don't know what's going on. Maybe she hadn't talked about it for so long, and the dementia actually made her talk outwardly about the real, the truth. That she, she had a lucid moment. Wow, this yeah, is that's crazy. So they did like a DNA swab because her sister still lives in Pittsburgh. Um, and then they matched. <laughs> they, wow. they, they were related. That was her. But did she insane. change her identity and everything to go over there? Like change her name, and social security, all that stuff? She didn't say anything of her past. That's the th- I don't know about her name. And if she's living in a, like a home or taking care of her, they, she may not need all that because hmm. they're just taking care of you. And yeah. if they thought she was homeless, I don't know. That's a, it's a wild story. 30 it's years crazy. later. That yeah, is from Insider. The second mystery. Come on. Amy came on the show and says, my car got hit. I wasn't even in it. She walks out, the lady's there, and the lady goes, ah, I don't want to give you my insurance because I'll just pay you cash. And Amy's like, okay, I'll take the money. No, no, I don't have it now. Well, I didn't even have an estimate for her. So. And then we're like, what? Amy, you had to get, sh- you didn't have any of her, you didn't have her, like, just insurance. Just phone number. Right. Which I didn't clarify at the time if it was even correct. Mm-hmm. I just took it down. So, do we think Amy has, A, not heard from her since and has given up, B, heard from her, the promise is still there. Or C, got all the money. I want to go with B, that the promise is still there. It's I have hope in this lady. Lunchbox? The promise is still there. Like, oh, I just need a couple more weeks yep. to get you the money. Amy, what happened? Okay, well, MIA for a couple days, but apparently just, you know, family drama or something like that. Were and, you getting nervous, though? Well, especially because we sent it off, and it was higher than I thought it was well, going to be. how much did it cost? It's going to be a couple thousand dollars. Oh. And so... I thought, well, that would be shocking. So if I got that information, I would need to, I don't know if she's married. And you talk told to her someone. the money amount already. Told her, I sent the exact quote. Like, this is what the repair shop, auto shop says that the cost is going to be to fix it. So I just figured she's working it out, talking it out, figuring it out. And then that's that's what happened. She reached back out. Sorry, got it figured out. I'm going to be pl- paying you through um, Zelle, the Z, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. that one is. Did you have the app? No, I had to go figure that out, but uh, that's fine. Try to make it easy for her to get that. Um, so far, I so far no Zelle. Oh, you don't have it. My, I thought you had it. Well, I have the I have her word that she's gonna oh, pay. No. Oh, you have paid through her. Zelle. Oh my gosh. Which so take far that, she's that followed word, through. Take that word to the bank. See how much they give you for it. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't work that I way. I feel maybe. as though this this next step of communication of I'm gonna pay you through this specific app. And I, you should be getting it soon. That's confirmation to me. How, how how soon it, is soon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm giving I'm giving time. So you guys Grace. are both right. Yeah. No, no, I no. thought she had the money. I'm just saying you can trust people. When did she tell you she was going to pay you? What day? Friday. Okay. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So did you expect? It's four days. Did you expect her to have the money here by now? Well, that's why I keep checking, like, refresh. <laughs> <laughs> refresh. Cause it, and I didn't want to, who knows, if I refreshed it and it she was get there. the money, guys? No. I still believe people are good. I yeah, think I she'll so. get a couple hundred bucks, and then eventually it'll dry up, and she'll never hear from her again. Oh, no. That's, that's my prediction. Oh, man. <laughs>
Which I don't know. I mean, is that I feel like a couple thousand dollars is that worth reporting to your insurance? Does your de- deductible go up more? Well, the, if it's it doesn't meet your deductible, you got to pay it anyway. That's right. Oh, okay, that's it. I don't know. I never. I try not to file when I hit. This. <laughs> well, that's that's still an uns- right. That's still an unsolved mystery. If she's ever going to pay her. I mean, it can, I, I can get paid during the rest you of the show. You definitely could. You could. You get paid right now. Oh, nope. Still no, still not. No. Let us know, okay? Of course. Uh, yeah, because I want y'all to know you can trust people. Right now, you've led us to believe <laughs> you, can't. you can't trust anybody. If she wasn't going to pay, she just would have ne- stopped communication altogether. Why continue this lie that this is going to be this specific banking app? Here's a voicemail from Hannah. I'm from New Hampshire. I've lived there my whole life. I've heard you talking about it. Thought you'd be interested in meeting me. Oh, wait. No, I don't live in New Hampshire because nobody does. And you all believed me. That's how easy it is. All these people are lying. I'm with Bobby. I'm from Oklahoma, and I'm team New Hampshire does not exist. She just tricked us? (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. That easy. <laughs> wow. And if New Hampshire does exist, the people who were born there still live there, and I hope you guys are listening, you're the nicest people ever because you don't cause any trouble. That's my theory. Mm. Nobody from New Hampshire causes trouble if they exist. But I never met anybody who was born there, raised there, and still lives there. Think about that. No need to think about it. It's pretty dumb. All right, next up, Sadie <laughs> from Pittsburgh on the voicemail line. I have a morning corny for Amy. What did the green grapes say to the purple grapes? Breathe, stupid. Yeah, purple. Good one. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. A lot of trends from the 90s are back, and a lot of people are doing them. Well, tattoo artists are saying, you know what's back? Lower back tattoos. They are in. A lot of people are getting them, along with barbed wire tattoos, Oof. tribal tattoos, Eesh. Chinese characters, always and wrong. sun tattoos. <laughs> That was not so bad. What do you mean the the Chinese characters are always wrong? It's just <laughs> it's not what they you're think. You're trusting it says. some guy that grew up in Albany, Georgia, to do an exact <laughs> Chinese like either word yeah. or symbol or letter. But the people that have them are always like, oh yeah, this stands for energy, and, and they're like, like no, sure? that stands for rat eating cheese. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah, that's. And then also, what we learned about the lower back tattoo is. Sure, it's trendy now, but then it gets really untrendy for a long time before it gets trendy again. I would say no-go. We learned our lesson. Those that don't learn history suffer by repeating it. Mm. So I'm here to tell you that. (laughs) Don't get a lower back tattoo. All right, what else? A couple was in Vegas. They're at their hotel. They go do their thing, gamble during the day. They come back and like stuff from the bathroom counter would be knocked over. And they're like, what is happening? And they look in the shower and there's pee in the shower. They're like... Whoa, this is really weird. Well, then they poof, see this cat go by, and then it's like standing there staring at them, and they're like, oh my gosh, there's been a cat in our hotel room this whole time because they'd notice all these mysterious things happening for days. Well, they had to call in hotel people. They It took forever to get the cat out because it had a perfect hiding spot behind the sink. They had to like remove panels to get wow. the cat. Funny thing is, the couple staying there, they were also veterinarians. Ironic twist. Huh. So they documented the whole thing on TikTok. And they were able to get it back to the rightful owner because the person that stayed in that room before reported that their cat was missing. <laughs> should, they, should they have had the cat even there, though? Yeah, I have no idea. Because you know that's a bad call. Like, if you weren't supposed to have a cat, you're like, listen, guys, I need your help, okay? My cat's missing, okay? In your hotel. Well, you're not supposed to have cats. I know. But I need you to find it. It's too late for that. Yeah, that's a tough one. I have a friend that's a vet. And she adopted a dog that she found in Mexico that was sick, like on the side of the road, broken down. 
and not in a car, just broken down, like Craigslist. <laughs> and she brought it back. And it wow. took a while to get it back, but she has the dog now, and it's like their favorite dog. Wow. Interesting. Awesome. So, like, like, does a Mexican dog need papers and um, all that stuff? It only knows Spanish. Though. Puppy passport. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Luke Combs' wife was asked by fans, hey, are you ever going to join Luke on a song? And she said, absolutely not. I literally cannot sing. <laughs> so that won't be happening, even though a lot of other wives out there can sing, and they are joining their husbands. Okie dokie. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. For the last decade, if you were in Mesa, Arizona, you could find Sebastian on the street going, Who needs a mop? Who needs a broom? That's what he did to support his family. He's a blind guy. He's like, I got to make ends meet. So he'd sell mops and brooms on the street. Well, there's this guy on TikTok. His name's Jimmy Darts. Goes up and films a video of him interacting. A couple days later, he's raised $100,000 for Sebastian. Dang. And then, no, 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 it gets better. No, it gets better. Oh, okay, it gets good. better. Not just $100,000. Hey, Sebastian, guess what? Tim Brown, who owns a car dealership, saw the video and he wants you to come sell cars at the car lot instead of selling mops and brooms. Like the sign? Like hold a sign up? or like? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like hey, be a salesman? Are you interested in this 2025, you know, Nissan Altima? Oh, and he has cars from the future. Huh. That's awesome. That's also great. He gets to sell cars that don't exist yet. <laughs> 2025. Wow. Okay, 2023, <laughs> Nissan Altima. You, you yeah, yeah. that? Oh, man. Yeah, well, it's got great features. Got power steering. Got the backup like camera. like a hover car, sir, <laughs> from the future. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So he said, I watched the video, and Sebastian looks like a perfect salesman. And here's Sebastian talking about getting his dream job selling cars. I can finally reaching that apex, that, that, that top of the mountain that I've been climbing, that I've been climbing against all odds. That's a great story. I mean, that's crazy. I don't want to go buy a car from Sebastian. And he already has one person that's interested in buying multiple cars. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Dang. Is that you? It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need multiple. All right. Thank you. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail from Kelly in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hey, Bobby. Um, long time listener. For whatever reason, I was told 10 years ago to change the channel, and it was the day you guys got syndicated. 10 years later, I still have never changed the channel. I listen to you guys every morning. You guys are like my best friends. I've read all your books, and I hear a lot about your grandma, her gambling, her tattoo on your arm. I've just never heard much about your grandpa. Just curious. I thought I'd like to hear a little bit more about him. I don't know any of my grandfather's grandpas. So we've no weird word to say because I never had one. Uh, my grandmother's husband, my grandpa, I didn't know. He died before I was born. He had cancer. He died when my mom was eight. My other grandfather, I didn't know because I didn't know my dad. And so I definitely didn't know him either. And he died too when I was very young. So no grandpas here, but a really good grandma, a couple double cousins. Mm -hmm. We're from uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no incest, by the way, everybody. I need you to relax on that. My mom and her sister married my biological father and his brother. So two brothers and two sisters, which is pretty crazy, by mm -hmm. the way. But yeah, there are no branches on that tree. It's just straight. <laughs> it's a trunk. But there's no... <laughs> That's good. There's, but there's no... I just want to say there's no incest, okay? Everybody, let's take a, take a break here. Uh, but I don't know any grandpas, but thank you for asking about that. Uh, here's Lindsay from Wisconsin. I was just listening to some 2000s country, and Shadaisy popped up on my shuffle, and it made me think about how... Bobby got the records back together. What do we think about getting Shadaisy back together for some of their good hits? I was thinking about last night. 
who we'd reunite for the next million dollar show. And I got a couple here. Rascal Flats. Ooh, oh, that's cool. We probably have to put them in their own little cubicles, though. Yeah, because they'll fight. They'd perform. They'd start fist fighting. <laughs> but it would be fun right first time they get back together. That'd be Saint cool. Uh, Sugarland. Although they've been on and off together. Uh, There's only two I got. Okay. I don't really think about Shadaisy so much, but I thought Rascal Flats would be fun. Maybe we put them in different parts of the venue. You know how they split them up on yeah. pedestals? Yes, yeah, one in the back. Yeah, because they probably do it for St. Jude. They, you just don't want to put them close to each other. Uh, thank you for that question, though. Is there anybody I'm not thinking about? Thinking. I think it would be fun to have the entire Hootie and the Blowfish band there. Oh, that'd be oh amazing. yeah. But they are together. I mean, we're not reuniting. They'd still do stuff now. But that would be fun. Yeah. But who else could we reunite for the Million Dollar Show? Uh, think about, oh. Destiny's Child. <laughs> aiming high I like that I mean what you guys want to aim Nirvana well he's dead <laughs> alright let's go to Amy and get in the morning corny the morning corny what's Irish and comes out during the month of March what's Irish and comes out during the month of March patio furniture <laughs> <laughs> patio yo I got it Eddie why did you laugh <laughs> That was the Morning Corny. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. At the end of the segment, I'm going to ask you guys how much Raymundo made. 
because Vacation Part 2 had 10,670 streams. Vacation Part 2 Yes, yeah. of course. You want to change your answer? Yes. How much do you think he made from that song? I went 40 to begin with, so I'm going to go down to 25. I'm staying at 35. I say. Man, you guys are low. We're just guessing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray, we'll come back to it. All right. There's a woman who won a $100,000 lottery prize 11 hours after an $11,000 casino jackpot. Dang. Man. Now, so when you beautiful. hear something like this, do you automatically go, she's being rewarded because she's living living right? Yes. Like, does she... Do you feel that even though you know it's probably not true? I just thought that when you read uh, that. She's doing something right. I yeah, like think, what a blessing. No, I think karma. some people have all the luck. Because I mean, of karma. I, I has but what if karma. that money, you end up buying a motorcycle you always wanted, then you crash it and die? That mm, happens. Right? That could happen. So yeah. is that really luck then? Yeah. I don't know, man. You get to enjoy that motorcycle, wind in your hair. Yeah, yeah, if you die doing what you love, yeah, that's true. It'd be part of it. I don't think so. I don't think it's no. worth it. No. <laughs> no, no. A Maryland woman won 100000 bucks from a scratch-off lottery ticket. Less than 12 hours after she won 11,000 bucks at a casino. She goes, I left the casino. I won around 1 a.m. I bought this scratch off the next day around noon. Same clothes because I'd been up all night. Won $100,000. Come on. That's from UPI. Same clothes. That's uh, that's awesome. That's the same day if you're in the same clothes. I don't care how many days the calendar yeah. <laughs> flip. If you're in the same clothes, that's the same day. A woman's accused of using her aunt's debit card to charge $12,000 worth of DoorDash orders. That's a lot of food. According to the office, a 31-year-old was booked into jail. Authorities said that she ordered about $12,000 worth of food and merchandise from restaurants and stores for about over a year. According to investigators, 136 unauthorized purchases. So this is just fraud, credit card fraud. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just happens that the word DoorDash is funny. And you think of somebody buying 12,000 T-bone steaks. or <laughs> But how did it take her a year to Or, or flame, blooming onions or whatever it is. Well, some people don't check their... No, the credit card stuff? Yeah. I mean, if you don't get on online all the time and you don't look at it when it comes in the mail, you'll never see it. And it looks like her aunt was 73 years old. Oh, Oh, that's different. So she probably wasn't that dialed in. That's from KSLA. In other money news, Vacation Part 2, which Raymundo was super proud. Got Abby to sing the background on. Ray, would you play it again, please? Yep. Vacation Part 2. Ray was one of the writers. Eric Dodd is whose voice you hear here. And that's Abby, you're there. Ray, would you play your part for our listeners here? Yep. When you rap? Total streams, 10,670. And he got his first check. How much did he get? I'm going 400 just because 400 I believe in him (laughs) no way Ray who'd the check come from BMI they're the ones that do all the royalty payments for the writers we're just answer this question were you surprised at the amount of money shocked Oh. Yeah, shocked to us well, a shocked, little. Well, shocked, but which yeah. way? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shocked, yeah. Down, 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 for sure. All, all, all that effort he put in. But listen it. to how good this song is. Play it from the beginning, Ray. This is Vacation, it's baby. Part two, baby. Uh. I'd pay 25 bucks just to hear it. Come on, Jam. That deserves more than 25 bucks. Well, we're getting paid right now, right, with this this play? It has to hit a certain point. Oh, How many people does he have to split it with? 
Who wrote, who'd you write it with, Ray? It was me, Dodd. I believe it was just us two. We might have threw another guy in there because he was a producer, even though he didn't write it. Oh, what about Abby? He didn't give her any credit? Well, Abby well, she didn't, didn't write. write the song. Bigger, so she made 50 cents. Okay, we're not talking about her. Lunchbox oh. finds every opportunity to go after Abby. <laughs> Ray, how much you get? Went on to the website and checked my payment that came into my account. $15. Wow! Oh. you. That's rough, man. I mean, dude, it's tough being a songwriter. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, Wait. we for sure lost money. Calculator. 10,000, whatever. Streams. Oh, that's funny. Divide by Oh, it's less. Oh, it's I like. I think it's 0.005 or something like that. Maybe three of a penny. Yeah, 003. Golly, that's crazy. Well, what is it? I, she gave up. She gave up. <laughs> it was too small. I mean, did you see how she gave up? That's crazy. <laughs> y'all like that? Y'all already sorry, did that. She left us hanging there. There'll also be other payments. The first yeah. one, though, is not the biggest. It's not? No. Yeah! The Once first... it gains steam. Yeah. yeah. But that's <laughs> Once it catches on and goes viral. Yeah, so wait, Ray, did you get $5 because you had to split No, no, it? his version was 15 Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. Oh, so in total, they made 45 mm -hmm. No. Yeah. The song made 45 <laughs> <laughs> How much did it cost to make, Ray? It was hundreds. Yeah. yeah. And they did a music video like in Oh, you did a Georgia music video down in Georgia on the lake. Some of that was covered as well, but we definitely uh, were in the red on this one, unfortunately. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to ask our listeners to do? No. No, I mean, 10,000 streams is good. It's fine. I'm not okay. making people listen to music. What? Everyone does. You know what? There's so much to consume out there. You should be proud you got 10,000. That's awesome. I mean, 9,000 of it was us on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thank God I got another job. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be able to pay rent. Another is... job. This job. Oh, if I was just <laughs> a songwriter. Okay. Uh, thank you, Ray. Yep. Sorry, buddy. It doesn't matter how much science I learn, I still struggle with airplanes. Meaning, big heavy metal thing, up way high. And then how, if an engine goes out, does it just, like, glide? Yeah, it's weird. It should just fall, boom, like a helicopter. <laughs> you gotta understand, I'm, I'm sure it's living the laws of physics. and stuff. I don't like to fly, and I fly a lot, and I hate it. And I always think, man, if I were on one of these flights where somebody, like, attacked the cockpit or, like, what would I do? If somebody's grabbing a door trying to push it open, what would I do? I think, first of all, I'd look around and see if anybody else is doing something. Because <laughs> I don't want to be the first one and then make a mistake. Right, right. And it's somebody just fixing the handle while we're in the air. <laughs> hey, that's the mechanic. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, And then I get pounded. And then I'm on, in the news for that kind of story. So I hate flying. But I read these stories. A Southwest Airlines flight bound for Fort Lauderdale. Returned back safely after the airplane was reportedly struck by a bird. Cell phone video showed smoke filling the cabin like a fire was in the plane. That's what it looked like. It hit a bird. Boom! People thought they were going to die. It's a bird. You can't control that. It's just a bird flying. How are you going to tell a bird not to fly? No, you can't. And so people had bloody knuckles because the turbulence, they would hit the roof and it, with their hand. Oof. And so they were just like, oh, trying to hold their hand. All of this was happening on a Southwest flight. Wow. The plane landed, finally. And you know what everybody did? They cheered because yeah, they deserved it. Absolutely. Oh. Not a big fan of cheering at the end of movies or flights. But right then, standing ovation. But can you imagine? You go down because of a bird. That's what Sully Same had thing, happened man. to him. Jeez. A bunch of birds. Yeah. And every time we fly up, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a bird. I'm, I'm, I got my head on a swivel looking for birds. Because I'm going to tell the pilot, yeah. bird, two o'clock. Bird! <laughs> but it's crazy that we can't you know what they do too they take frozen turkeys like i've seen specials on this and they try to throw them into the, <laughs> the engines like to, i don't seem smart oh while they're practicing while they're on the ground, oh, while okay, on the ground okay, okay. to make sure that it doesn't matter frozen turkeys Dang. and even that doesn't equal the power sometimes of a bird flying on through
which makes me think of why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Do you know that song? I do. Just like me, they long to be close to you. (laughs) Another airline passenger apparently lost their wits during a flight. From CNN, a Massachusetts man named Francisco was arrested after allegedly attempting to stab a flight attendant in the neck with a metal spoon. Oh. What? Wow. Yeah, listen, Francisco. Great. Now (laughs) we're not going to be able to have spoons. That's more like a a spoon's not really going to do a lot of stabbing. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Maybe the handle, but. Yeah, turn it around. That's a great point. But don't do it at all. But Francisco was having problems, apparently. Yeah. He says he was defending himself when the flight attendant tried to stop him from using the emergency door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's not self-defense if you're trying to kill everybody. Okay, Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Francisco's having a low issue. He's had a bad day. <laughs> he just wanted to jump out of the plane. He said, I just got the idea to do it and tried it, and then I was defending myself from it, so I tried to stab a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. That's from CNN. Yeah, self-defense is not going to work in that one with the judge, <laughs> for sure. But these airplane stories, or these airport stories, too. A pet was sent through the x-ray machine of Virginia, after its owner failed to remove the animal from the bag. Oh. Oh. I got to think one time isn't going to hurt. But I don't know. TSA spokesperson Lisa Farbstein said the x-ray images. Now think about them. They're looking all of a sudden. I see a cat on the screen. <laughs> like their bones. Like in a cartoon when someone gets shocked and you yeah. see all their bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, U.S. travelers are allowed to carry cats or small dogs onto planes. However, they should not be sent through the machine. Oh, boy. But inspected separately. Did drug cartels try to bring in drugs through like the butts of animals? Thinking that. Mm, I've seen people. Yeah, people because they can control that. I wonder. Animals. I never thought about animals. That's from the Daily Mail. I'm going to play a song for you here. I'm going to come back on the other side of it. Speaking of animals. I've been listening to the Chase Rice album. It's real good. It sounds different than anything he's ever done before. I posted it on my Instagram story where I was like, man, it's good. It's real good. And it's not a single or a song that they have declared, we're going to make this go to radio, and then they promote that song to radio, because that's how a song becomes a single. A record label goes, we declare this song our single, and we're going to call every radio station and try to market this as their song. This is not one of those, just something from the album. So this is called All Dogs Go to Hell. This is Chase Rice. I loved it so much. I thought I'd play it for you. Check it out. But that's Chase Rice. I love the song so much. And he came over, and we did this Bobby cast together, and he was so honest. I literally... Just got a text from one of my buddies who said this. The Chase Rice Bobby cast was so good. You're getting a side of artists that most people aren't. And with this, it was absolutely that. And so I'll play a couple clips here. He was talking about writing Cruise. He wrote Cruise with the guys from FGL. And it being his first success as a songwriter. But how it caused some tension between him and for a while, him and Tyler Hubbard of FGL. While they were exploding... There definitely started becoming some tension. And I don't even want to hammer on that because we've gotten over it. We're good now. But there was some tension for sure with Tyler basically called me out on trying to be FGL. And looking back, I would look him square in the eye and be like, you were right. And I would look at him now and just be like, dude, you guys were a huge, you were a big inspiration for me because you're the only guys that that accepted me, to be honest. I learned a lot from them. My favorite part was he didn't want to hammer on it, but we hammered on it for a while. (laughs) I didn't make him. He just felt like, well, let me talk about this. It's a great story how it started, how in the middle of the sandwich wasn't so good, and how it ended. The other side of the bread with them is great because they had a number, last number one was the uh, drinking beer, talking, talking God. God. Amen. Yeah, that part was great. Chase talked about how he's not proud of his first album, 
and the regret that he has from that new artist time. When I listen to Ready, Set, Roll, I'm like, I would never write that today. Those words would never, like, slide girl by my side girl is never happening again. That Ignite the Night album was platinum, and I'm like, God, what? There's a moment you have when you're a new artist that you can never get back, and that was my moment. I wish I would have taken more time to step back, not put out music, and write and figure out who I was and what I really wanted to do. Problem was, I didn't have anybody to lead and guide me like eric church had jay joyce every you can point it at a lot of artists who have their producer i didn't have a full-time producer on any of my stuff so and finally he talked about being lonely going to rehab a couple times how dark it gets for him at on occasion and this is him kind of just going into depth about that i'm in a place right now where i'm extremely lonely a lot like i don't want to be the guy that's 50 years old just with him and his dog and also, I think it's going to take something that extreme to get me out of this place of, of, or get me into the place of wanting to really be with somebody, one person. Because I'll tell you one thing, going down the road of a lot of women, no matter how tough you can sound in front of your buddies and the ones that say, don't ever get married and all this, it leads you to extreme depression. It leads you to a very, very dark place. It's a great interview, and I don't say that often. Most of them are good or real good. It's great because it was just a different side of him. And look, Chase and I hadn't got along for years and years. And we were over at Jake Owen's house, both at the same time. And Jake's like, hey, you guys talk. Hang out. And we're like, Jake, stop being awkward. Stop making us. Like, Jake's like, okay, guys, get together. <laughs> and we did. We talked for like half an hour. It was awesome. So they came over to the house. I hope you guys check it out. Take some time. It's the newest episode of the Bobby Cast. It is up now. I really enjoyed it. The last time away from microphones I spent with him, I really enjoyed. And so I think you'll like it. I do. The story just popped up on people's Instagram. I could have put it in the news, but it's crazy. The headline is newlyweds abandoned at sea by Maui snorkeling tour is suing the company. And then it goes into a bunch here in the description. A pair of newlyweds have filed a lawsuit against a Hawaiian tour company after they allegedly left abandoned at sea during a chartered snorkeling tour. Elizabeth Webster and Alexander Burkle filed the suit claiming the boat left them behind when they were snorkeling. The couple spent two hours in the water amid increasingly rough seas before they finally were able to reach the shore after two hours where they were then eventually rescued because the shore they reached was like a little island. And so they're suing the company. They're smiling in their picture. I believe them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look friendly. <laughs> they do look friendly. Dude, what a nightmare. That's that movie. Remember the movie we talked about where they were just left out in the middle yes. of the ocean? Where they fell off a boat or boat capsized or whatever? Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. All right, time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. It doesn't hurt to be a little mean if you're looking to make or save money. A new study says nice people finish last when it comes to managing their finances or getting a raise. And it's not mean. It's just direct. And some people, oh, I don't want to rock the boat at all. Sometimes in life, you got to rock the boat a little bit. Sometimes in life, you want to eat an omelet. You know how you get an omelet? You got to crack a couple eggs. Mm. It feels mean, though. Yeah. But it's business. Yeah, I, I totally get it. It's business. And they would do it to you. Yeah. Oh, As yeah. you can tell I'm in the middle of something right now. <laughs> yeah. You got to go. Could the word be more, you know, confidence? Like showing up confident in whatever you're asking for. Yeah, but people associate it with me. There's a point, though, where it's not just confidence, where it's like, look, I'm the guy. If you want the guy, you guys pay the guy. Anyway, I'm getting a little too personal. (laughs) (laughs) That's from American Psychologist, which is a research publication. (laughs) Uh, Let's move off that story. Uh, Eye contact is important. Or a person is most likely being dishonest. 
In the study, they found that eye contact tended to be minimal if a person was telling a lie or trying to avoid telling the truth, a part of the truth. They looked at the ground often, and they avoided eye contact 75% of the time. Now, this is not a universal thing, but 75% is a pretty good little barometer there. Also, be wary of smiles only with lips and not eyes. Although I wear big, thick glasses, you couldn't really tell. All my smile looked lip smile. How do you smile with your eyes, though? It's a whole face thing. Yeah, but watch me smile. Watch me smile with just my eyes. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. That's not, that's like yeah, a, that looks weird. It's like something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So be wary of that. They also say a fake or masking of the mouth, like a fake smile, even is something that it's someone being dishonest in a way. And that's from a book called Profiling Your Date. Smart Woman's Guide to Evaluating a Man. Oh, wow. I was thinking more like a job interview <laughs> or a <laughs> court case. Yeah. A guy who spent over $15,000 on a dog costume now sleeps in a cage. What? A man what recently spent world? over $15,000 for an ultra-realistic collie costume. Where do you get that? Mm-hmm. So what's what's the difference? Do they make it your your own size? Because for that kind of money, it better be custom fit. Yeah, and then you're just weird. a massive collie. And it better look like a massive collie. For that kind of money... <laughs> He wanted to live out his dream of being a dog. The man now has a large cage in his house and says that when he's a dog, he gets locked in. Who lets him out? The latest YouTube clip of his life as a dog, which includes being taken for walks on a leash. So a little bit, I bet this is shtick. It's got to be. I'm sure he, like a little, I don't know, that money though. Paying that much money for a suit. That's a lot. Who walks him? I don't know. His owner. I mean, anybody. There's apps for that. <laughs> that's true. Oh my, hired, imagine if you're a dog walker and you show yeah. up and you have to walk him. He says yeah. he's doing all this because he had a vague dream of becoming an animal since he was a child. Mm. <sighs> I mean, oh. I'm telling you, I'm looking at this. It looks like a dog. Really? That's freaking Lassie. That's the collie, and that's what he looks like. Oh, wow. It does. Wow. And he has like a, he- like a head, like no, a mascot Amy, head. It's a dog. So what is it? Realistic dogcostumes.com? Or? I don't know. But I, I need one. No, <laughs> I now have a dream of being a dog. He's wagging his tail. Oh, and gosh. like, does he just like flex his butt to wag his tail? Or is there like a stick? Oh does he go to the bathroom? How legit. If you saw that thing walking in your neighborhood, you would go, that's a dog. That's crazy. For sure. Until I went, hey man, move out the way. I'm trying to get by. <laughs> what the? Like- that would be weird. We should put this up on our Facebook page. So dumb. He's in a cage. And this is like, okay, this is a luxury cage. And he's got like a little little piece of grass. That's crazy. Uh, Next up, a plastic surgeon warns against long-distance running because it speeds up aging. Fans of running love the activity because it's exercise. It's great. It can be done anywhere. But this plastic surgeon from New York is warning that there's a lot of people coming in because they're runners and it really messes with their skin. I saw two stories about this. Another one was that drug that people take that was for – is it – Ray, what was the drug you're talking about? What is it? Ozempic. Yeah, what is it? What's it? What's it for? It was for blood sugar. It's for people that really need diabetes. It. Yes, and they're using it uh, for to lose weight. And they said now there's side effects we didn't really know about with it. The problem is it ages people like crazy. I saw a picture of Kim Kardashian that they're like, look at Kim Kardashian's face. And may, maybe most of her pictures though are photoshopped or imaged up anyway. But now a lot of people. I was talking to somebody at the Arkansas game, and she was like, yeah, a lot of people in my small town. It came up uh, randomly. And I was like, people in your small... She goes, people do it everywhere. It's crazy. And people with diabetes can't get it. That's what it was. She had diabetes and she Ooh. couldn't get it. She had to drive an hour to get diabetes medicine. Well, that's not good. Um, but in this, the surgeon says, hey, you run. It sucks in your face and you look older. 
But then if you run longer, you live longer. I don't know. Yeah, Seems I like we come out even that. on this one. An Alabama girls basketball team was denied a championship after being forced to play in a boys' league. And then they won the league, and they wouldn't give them the championship. Surprisingly won the tournament. <laughs> yeah, they won the whole thing. It was awesome. An Alabama youth girls basketball team, they said, hey, you're not going to be able to use this practice facility unless you play in the boys' league that uses this facility. This is theirs. And so they went, and they played it. They won the whole thing, and they were denied the trophy. Instead, the trophies were given to the boys who were beaten by the girls in the league final. That's crazy. If those boys didn't walk over and hand those trophies to those girls, yeah. those boys are losers. Well, no, they are losers. They lost. But they're losers, and you don't keep the trophy and go, like, we're the winners. I don't know what happened there, but they were told before the championship they could play in it, but if they won, they wouldn't be allowed to have the trophy. So they went out and played, and they're like, we'll stick it. Screw you guys. We'll stick Amazing. it to you. And they won the whole thing. This is like a Disney situation. Oh, yeah. You make a little something on this. Like the girls' team that can't practice, they go out and they dominate the boys. But then at the end of the movie, the boys have to give them the trophy. They have to. Even yeah. if that didn't happen And then in real two life. of them fall in love and they get married older. And they're telling that story <laughs> back from when they to were kids. kids. I that's love when, that's it. when you realize that it's actually them telling the story. Dude, that's amazing. Hey, uh, buy the rights to that. Thanks. <laughs> Nobody listened to me say that. But, but that's a pretty cool story. Those kids should have walked over and said, here, you, you get the trophy. One million dollars. Yep. That's the lottery ticket that spent the night in the trash. In a what? bag of trash. What do you mean it spent the night in the trash? A Michigan woman said a one million dollar lottery ticket that she initially confused for a non-winner because she had some non-winners. She threw in the trash. And then went back into the trash like, I should look at that again. Oh, oh my goodness. Listen to your gut. Oh. Listen to your gut. <laughs> UPI has a story. She went and looked at it again. A million bucks. Almost just threw it away. An analyst... The news gave birth in a bathroom. 13 minutes of labor and here's your baby. Here's the, here's the question. Would you rather have a really quick 5 to 15 minute labor with a baby, but it comes out of nowhere and you have it in a bathroom, and then you go and everything's good in the end, but you have it there, or like a six hour and you're in the hospital? Mm. Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. I've been thinking about it for like 10 seconds. Because yeah. it's like disgusting. I yeah. mean, the bathroom is smelling. But it's quick it's, though. It's yeah. quick. Why are you asking lunch? He's I'm not going, having the baby. I'm going six hours in the hospital. Uh, Same. Because I don't want the smelly poop and the... But 15 uh, minutes versus all that time. Like, you have to... But, there's no time that's on your two days that you get in the... Yeah, and the, the baby's healthy? Yeah. You'll get it over with. But Let's at the go. time, you don't and, know. A little hamburger? No? Done, done, done. Seems very stressful. Let's move on with our life. So that's the deal. This news anchor and chief national affairs analyst, Casey Hunt, the mother of two, it took less time to deliver a baby than a segment on the network, they said. Wow. <laughs> she had the baby after a sudden 13-minute labor in her bathroom at home. Gray Hunt Rivera, the second child, was born March 1st, scheduled to be delivered by C-section the next morning. But, uh-oh, I think I'm having the baby. Oh. Boom. Right in the bathroom. That's crazy. That's crazy. What? But what, what, what? Wasn't it a restaurant, I guess? I made that part up for the hypothetical. Oh, did you? I think hers was just in a bathroom. It doesn't say it what kind of bathroom. Maybe a home bathroom. Home. Okay. And, and let Got me it. tell you, though. I was just thinking of like a Burger King. Oh. Because that's happened before. And that's in the Humpty Dance song. Oh, yeah. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Yeah, that's getting busy, not having a baby. But that's also pretty busy if you're having a baby, <laughs> let's be honest. Maybe not getting busy, that's being busy. <laughs> hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. 
you know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. The kind of movies I like, I like sports movies. I like end of the world movies and TV shows, like apocalypse type stuff. I love time travel. Love the idea. When it's apocalypse and time travel, and if you throw a sport, oh, I'm going to explode. Right? Like, like Bill and Ted's or like more serious? Does it matter? Travel? Just the idea of time travel because everybody has a different theory and different way it could work. And so Steven Spielberg was talking about UFOs and he was talking with Stephen Colbert. Here is his theory on UFOs. What if they're not from an advanced civilization 300 million light years from here? But what if it's us 500,000 years into the future that is coming back to document the second half of the 20th century and into the first 20th century because they're anthropologists? Now, what I'd like for them to document is the fact that I fixed two garage doors yesterday because that's never happened in the history of time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's an interesting theory. And one I hadn't heard, it'd be a pretty cool movie. You know what they do? The government, they will hire people. Or they will bring people in as consultants that have these really creative minds, especially when it comes to terrorism type things, and go, be creative. You're creative all the time. How would you terrorize us? And they're like, well, for example, you could fly a plane if it were pre-9-11. You could subway system. You could, And they use that as, okay, well, here's some minds that are great thinkers going, well, if they were to do it, this is how they would do it. And so they can work on trying to make sure that doesn't happen and then other related ideas. Mm. So you got to have these really nutty thinkers in order to kind of stop people that maybe aren't as nutty, but kind of nutty, kind of smart at what they do. But I think it's a pretty good theory. And you know what? I'm in.
Hmm. Can't prove it's not. And they can't interact with us or else that'll just disrupt the whole time. Well, it's a butterfly effect, you know? Okay. One person knows, they tell somebody. That's true. It gets out on TikTok. Next yeah. thing you know, China knows. <laughs> but it's I like that theory. That's a pretty good one. But if it's not, what if it's not bad guys? What if they are coming around and they don't want to hurt us and they just want to document this? It's as good as any other theory out there. Yeah. I just hadn't heard that one, so I thought that was pretty cool. And I did fix two garage doors yesterday. Let me tell you, we had a storm. I'm kind of proud of myself, and I wish I knew how I fixed them, but I don't. What do you mean? Well, we had the storm come through. We all survived it. Yep, we're big, here. Big windstorm. Thank God. It wouldn't yeah. even rain, but blew trees down. It, there's all kind of... I, I, don't, I still don't know how to get my TV on, but that's a different story. <laughs> Two garage doors completely wouldn't open. I pushed the button and go... But the door wouldn't come up. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I went yesterday... I got a toolbox. I set it down beside me. Never oh, opened it, but I got it and set it down. That's trouble. Well, I didn't have to. I didn't open it. Thought I might need to. And then I just went and started pushing all these buttons. And I opened the thing where you, you peel it back and there's all. And so I pushed a couple things. And then I went over to the door and I went, just shook it real hard. And then I pushed it again and the doors went up. Wow. <laughs> no idea what happened. I you fixed two it. garage doors. My testosterone's through the roof right now. And then what did you tell your wife? Hey, I fixed the doors, babe. <laughs> With the toolbox in your hand? I left the toolbox out there. But I did say I left the toolbox in the garage. Sorry, I need to move it. I never said I used Stop. it. I love it. But I said I left it. Because I. There was, where's the lie? Watch out for the toolbox. Don't trip over it. Where's the lie? Don't back over it. I didn't lie. You're like patting your head. Woo, that was a tough Stop one. It. Fix well, it, there's, I've done that, though, too. Like, when we first got the, we have like a, it's a 76, a Bronco. And we've spent, first of all, somebody slammed into us and wrecked it and we had to rebuild part of it because of that and then we've actually made it pretty freaking cool now and drivable because there's a thing about cars in 1976 they drove like it was 1976 mm. so we sent it back into the shop in the winter we only it didn't have a top on it so we're not driving in the winter anyway sent it back in the shop came back mm, got purrs doesn't shake at traffic lights anymore there's a new engine in it I think it, it, it's clean it's either clean or a new engine I have no idea and so one time I was taking the hardtop off because we're going to give it to a friend who really wanted this hardtop. And it really took me like 15 minutes or so. But I went in and I was like, oh, man, that's some hard work. And she goes, wait, I saw you start it like 15 minutes ago. How hard was... Oh, I didn't know she had seen me start it. But <laughs> Dang. I know. Busted. Busted. I was trying to fake some of that masculinity there. It's not even masculinity, just capableness, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I fixed two garage doors. Feeling pretty good about myself. Good job, dude. Basically blowing the Nintendo cartridge is what I did. <laughs> you shook the door. <laughs> Blew the bottom of it. But it's awesome that your method worked on the second one. Like the first one, you're like, I don't know what I did, but you just repeated it and it worked again. Well, they're all in one box and I flipped open like the breaker box. Oh, I was picking that. in front of the one. No, no, no. But the toolbox is down by my feet in case I needed it. <laughs> just in case. And I just like okay. pushed some buttons in that and then I went and shook oh, the door. Yeah, and then I pulled some string that was hanging down. Oh, yeah. The one with a little red. Yeah, but then I broke thing. the handle off of it. Oh, so now wow. it's just an empty string. Oh, boy. But then the garage started going up. <laughs> I'm worried that, I don't know, these are just going to like slam down at any... Well, that means it's a bad garage door then because I fixed them. Oh, okay. Last time I saw them, we were, like it. Last yeah. time I saw them, we were in good shape. <laughs> yeah. I drove the Bronco into work today and it's cold in the morning. Nobody really told me. And, but I got here. I was energized. Yeah, it was chilly this morning. I, I was energized. <laughs> well, it said like today is going to be like 75 or yeah, so. Yeah, that's later today. And I was like, let's go. 75, I'll drive the Bronco. Pretty proud of it. And I'm also like freezing. And people will just wave because it's really cool. You can see the truck. You can see me drive out of the, the 
parking garage. Eddie took a video of it yesterday. And it's it's awesome. It's like, way cooler than I am. People wave at you for fun? Just like... Well, so first I was like, oh, thanks for listening to the show. And then I realized <laughs> they just like the Bronco. <laughs> it's not about me at all. Shocking video footage to capture the moment when four Americans were loaded into the flatbed of a pickup truck after they were shot at and kidnapped in Mexico. The victims, whose names have not been released, were attacked by a group of gunmen moments after they had driven into the border city of Matamoros. Yeah. They say right. it? Yeah, outside of Brownsville. Near where you lived? Yeah, I mean, 45 minutes from where I grew up. The FBI said the group entered through Brownsville, Texas. They had traveled in a white minivan with North Carolina license plates. They were there to buy medicine, and they ended up caught in crossfire between two armed groups. What else do you know about this story? Mm, just that they were from South Carolina and they were North Carolina, uh, yeah. North Carolina, yeah. and they were driving down to get uh, some medical procedures done. Procedures, not medicine. Yeah, no medical procedures. Is that what people would do? They would go down to get. It's just a lot cheaper. I mean, but can you trust it? Yeah, it's um, a, it's, a, it's a risky thing. My brother-in-law sure. had dental work there, and let's just say when he got back to the states, he ended up paying way more to hey, get, rid, in get rid of <laughs> some infection chiclets. he had going on. They were going for a tummy tuck. Really? Yeah. Hey, Mike. Ugh. So, Mike D., whose family, your parents, are they from Mexico? From Mexico. So you guys would drive down from where? We would drive from Texas into Mexico about nine hours south. And you would only do it in the daytime? Yeah, we would plan it out to where we would get to the border, like, right at the morning. So we'd be driving in daytime in Mexico because it's safer. Matamoros is one of the six Mexican states the U.S. says, do not travel there. Was it known as that for you guys? Yeah, there are a lot of spots on the border. You're like, don't enter from this way. Don't go that way. Do not enter those cities. Did you see where they said now it may have been a mix-up that they thought it was somebody else? Yeah. No. Yeah, they thought they were mm -hmm. Haitian drug smugglers. I mean... But when you get them and they're not Haitian yeah. drug smugglers, yeah. you're like, oh, a bunch of women from South Carolina? North Carolina. No, no I think... Literally, the story says South... With, oh, North Carolina license plate. So that'd be North Carolina, right? Yeah, I think they were from South Maybe Carolina. The Did they rent that? a car? They rented a car. <laughs> oh, I hate yes. when it happens. Yes. It says Florida on there. I'm like, Sorry. I'm not from Florida. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... The okay. FBI is offering a $50,000 reward. Mike, what do you think happened yeah. after they abducted them? Do you think they give them back? Because $50,000 is nothing to with all that drug money. I feel like you'll let them go. You do think so? Yeah. Please. Are there instances of them doing that? Yeah. I think normally they don't want to hurt like people who they're not looking for, people who aren't like, you know, competing drug cartels. They'll let them go. I've had, you know, family get pulled over by the cartel before after they see that they're not, you know, doing anything against them. You've had them. family get pulled over by the cartel? Yeah. For what reason? Well, one, my cousin recently was driving back um, he was crossing the border at night, which you're really not supposed to do. His car broke down, and they got they went and like checked out their car, saw they had kids in the back, and let him go. Oh wow! Lucky. Hmm. So I've talked to a couple people that have worked in Mexico, but from the American side, and what they have told me was, again, these cartels—they're not looking to just go out and hurt for the sake of hurting. Yeah. They're just trying to do their business, and in some cases, they're policing the area as well, meaning right. if there are other bad things happening that have nothing to do with drugs, sometimes they'll take care of that. And not that they're good in any way, because they're not, but, yeah. they're, but that that's almost what the, the police, because the police are also corrupt. Very corrupt. Because of the money. Yep. Or the fear. Or a combination of both. I will say the new guy is a little more ruthless. And Mayo? What new guy? The and guy who mean? is now the head of the cartel over since El Chapo's not... Right. Same cartel or different, different cartel? Different cartel. So when El Chapo went down, new cartel took over? Yeah, he's a little more ruthless. He 
doesn't really have those same standards of not messing with people who. Oh boy. So does he do it to send messages? Like yeah, I'm, he's trying to like establish his dominance. What's his name, Mike? El Mayo. El Mayo. So the FBI is offering the money, and they're like, "Hey, it's mistaken identity. Let's get him back." Has there been an update on this that you guys have seen? All I saw is there's a witness that saw what happened that was driving another vehicle and said that the white minivan the people were driving were hit by another vehicle near an intersection. Then gunfire rang out, and that's when the SU, another SUV rolled up and several armed men hopped out and started moving the people out of the minivan into the truck. So they hit them to stop them. Yes. And then those guys were just doing their job, meaning they were told to go take they, them down. So they have them, and they'll uh, hopefully let them go. That's what, yeah. Because they didn't take them for, they didn't take those people for a reason. No. And look like I've it. also been told by like our friends that live in El Paso, or like our friends, our listeners, because we go to El Paso. Sure. And they're like, they really, they don't want to do anything to Americans because they don't want Americans in their business for the most part. And so now, well, well we're in that business because they yeah. took four Americans. Yeah. I mean, gosh, it's scary. One of the I guys that was abducted, his sister is out talking, saying that they, Went together to split up the driving, so that way, not it would be easier to drive. How do you know it's for a tummy tuck, though? That's that's what they said. But I know, but how does that get out? Like, what part of the interview process after this happens is someone go, yeah, they're actually going for a tummy tuck. Like, it doesn't need to be volunteered. <laughs> Just say they're going <laughs> well, for medicine or something. Yeah, right. Like, you don't got to get full for a tummy tuck. Why are you trying to embarrass them? <laughs> Life sucks already. They're abducted by the cartel. Hey, uh, they probably just want to get all the information out there as possible. Great, so they, they were going for a surgery. That's all you right. Why say. you got to go full tummy talk? <laughs> I know. I'm sure they don't you know, care what you know, my cousin say. Clint was going because he had a third nipple. No, we don't need that. <laughs> just say oh. they were going for some surgery. Uh, I do need help in my house. we only got a couple minutes to talk about this. But when that storm hit, lots of things, boom, gone. Like fuses. So I, I know how to do the breaker box. I go over, I open it. I flick everything on and off and things come back on. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't really know which ones are which. It's got little listings like number one, these two things. Yeah. Two. And I did that, but I can't get the TV or the cable box. Uh, and we don't really have cable, but we have stuff. Maybe we have cable. Oh, boy. We need to figure that no, out. No, it's the Apple TV box. Okay. We can't get that to come on. So is it that outlet? The little thing? Have you, have you tried it? plugging anything else yeah. in that outlet? It's funny you should ask that. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's the outlet, but I don't know how to get the outlet to come back on because I went where it says bedroom plugs. Mm-hmm. Flip, flip, reset, flip, flip, reset. And then the next day I went back and did flip, flip, reset, and it still didn't work 24 hours later. Take your iPhone charger and plug it in there. And if it charges your iPhone, then you know it's it works. No, no, I, I hear you, but I don't think it works. So what do I do if it doesn't work? So then it's definitely a breaker fuse. Like a blown fuse, maybe? Yeah, could be. You and how do, replace... you, how do you fix that? Man, that's that's electricity. Is it and something I, that you can come to my house and fix? I don't mess with electricity. Dang, Eddie comes and fixes everything when I can't. And sometimes I'll be like, I fixed it. And but she's I'll, like, I'll she's look like, at it today. She's like, well, I saw Eddie's truck. Okay, Eddie fixed it. <laughs> but there's also, if on the little outlet, there's sometimes a little button you just have to press. On the outlet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It says Depends. reset. It says reset. That's it. That's Here's it. what I'm going to do. I'm going to sneak in, reset it. And I'm going to go into the fuse box. Get yeah, I'm going to rattle it. Boom, boom, boom. Hit it. Be like, come on. I think this will work. And walk back in and be like, I knew I got it. <laughs> you know I'm going to cheat that. Of course oh, you are. It's just the outlet. I'm going to go crazy. Yesterday, I couldn't find my wallet. Anywhere. I was like, can I? Was here. I looked everywhere. I never leave out my wallet. Oh, you came in and out of the studio back yeah. and forth. It was like 1230. And I was like, I can't find my wallet. I looked under chairs. I don't lose stuff. So I called my wife. I'm like, have you seen my wallet? She goes, have you done find my since you have an air tag in it? And I went, oh, yeah, find. Oh, it's at home. All right, see you guys. Oh, Left. Bye. <laughs> that kind of day. I only got so much space up here. I got a lot of, lot of things happening up here. No space for, like, the normal, like, stuff that people should, should know. So 
Luckily, I have her to go, just hit your iPhone, idiot. She didn't say idiot, but <laughs> I felt that way. All right, thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Bloomfield, Connecticut. A man was upset with someone that lives in his neighborhood, so he's like, I'm going to send him a message. Goes and fires, bop, 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 bunch of shots at the house. And they're like, who did that? Police respond. They're like, well, there's some footprints. Oh, they go back through the woods right to his front door. Oh, wow. What was his beef? I just say he's mad at him, and he shot yeah, some. Yeah. What was his beat? It doesn't Music say. too loud. That could be it. I mean, he lived on the next block, so it must be something about they had a beef somewhere else. Maybe they saw each other at the grocery store over a parking spot. Mm. I don't know. Cut in line. Mm, that too. I shoot up house and make cuts in line. I hate <laughs> no, you cutting would. in line. What? Huh? <laughs> you would not. I wouldn't? Oh, okay. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On the phone is Desiree in Louisiana. Hey, Desiree, what's going on? Hey, I had a note on my calendar that Ray was going to open up his envelopes at the beginning of March. And I can't, I don't remember what he had in the envelope, but he had something in there. I like it. You only remember part of it because I know the other part. Ray has a country music secret. And he came on the air and said, I have this country music secret. He said, there's a couple getting divorced. Oh, that's right. And then it turns out, I guess they never got divorced. Correct. So your secret wasn't right? Well, and I have March 15th, so maybe in the next week. Oh, March... Are you sure? Yeah, he said signed and dated. One year to the date, and so okay, Desiree. But thank you for reminding us. Yeah. Let me look okay. at the old. Let me look at the old iCal here. Hold on a second, Desiree. Let me. The fifteenth. No, I was gonna make sure we're on the air. Oh yeah, next Wednesday. Good. Next Wednesday, and I'll be in a good mood too. Daylight savings time will be hit the twelfth. Oh, oh. Be waiting for that. I'll be, I'll be feeling good. Oh, footloose and fancy free and ready to hear a secret. Are you going to reveal it, though? I have to. It'll get pretty awkward, though. How about this? You bring it in here. I look at it. Then let me determine if we think we can reveal it. That sounds a lot better, honestly. Because. Really? Yeah. But you're going to tell us off the air. We'll yeah. See, we'll see what happens. You Come know? on, Bones. We've been waiting, too. We'll We've been waiting dice. almost a year. Okay, on the 15th, though, Ray, right? Yeah! Desiree, thank you for reminding us uh, about a week. We can end there, so. All right, thank see you. Later. I All swear right, to you, you, we didn't set Desiree up to tease this promise. People think we have callers do stuff. We don't have callers do anything. We don't set them up for anything. And half the time, we don't even remember ourselves. We need them to do that for us. Uh, That's number one. I've got three things to mention here. Number two, Abby had a question for me. Abby, when I went to the Razorback game this past weekend... Uh, I didn't. I didn't wear a hat at all. Yeah, right? I, I noticed that. Right. So, yeah. well, so you're upset. Well, I mean, I worked so hard on uh, two hats, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Where? Where is it? You didn't wear it." So, there's these massive hats. It's a maybe if I were nine foot tall and 320 pounds. No, it'd have to be <laughs> 12, 12 yeah. to 15 foot tall. It's but it's a massive hat, and I had Abby. T- I, I can only get pink because they're all sold out. And she figured out how to make them red, and then she drew an Arkansas thing on them. But I have two of them, and where I was going, and it was a whiteout. The game oh. was a whiteout. It was a red hat, so I wasn't going to wear it there. But I have them. Would you like to see them? Yes. And yeah. so my plan is, Eddie and I on Thursday night are probably going to watch Arkansas in the SEC tournament. Ooh, we can wear town. these together. Let's go. Okay, Was on. there a dress code for that game? Uh, yeah. Stupid. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then we'll fit right in. So, and you can see this on camera. On So here's the oh. first one. Awesome job at this. Oh my Abby God. drew that? She drew it. She painted it red. She dipped it in ink and then did fabric spray paint. And wow. So it's an A on a, on a hat. So that's one. So Eddie wore one of them. Okay, now I like that one. one. I don't know which one's what we're going to do yet, but here's the other one that she did, which is a little different. Dang. It says Go Hogs, and it's got the state of Arkansas drawn. The, tell me this is not A plus stuff right here. A, a, plus, a like, plus plus. Hey, you could set up an Etsy shop. 
I Abby, thought about so it actually. It's hard to get these hats. <laughs> you have? But I it's don't have a, yours in. Hold on, let me see what she's saying. It, oh. <laughs> you look so dumb. It's hard to do the show with his hat on so big. <laughs> you look like Elmer Fudd. That's what oh, you look that's like. That's a great comparison. Abby, yeah. do you have an Etsy shop? I don't, but oh. I'm thinking about it. Should I? Are I mean, you, it was a lot. It was. It's a lot of time and <laughs> effort to put into it. Okay, so all supplies, how much did it cost you? Supplies only. Oh, supplies only, I'd round say. Round up, round up, Abby. No, 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 I've already paid her. Oh, okay. 120. Because <gasps> the, the spray paint was a lot. It, that is like a sponge. I mean, I was spraying for days, doing layers and layers, and then each of the white, I did like seven layers on the white. So one oh And goodness. how much did I pay you in total, the, the two payments? 200. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. It's not true. <laughs> no, I paid it's, you more than that. No, you I paid, didn't. Do, do you want to see? Oh, maybe I didn't pay you the second time yet. Oh, no, Bones. Maybe I didn't pay her a second. But I've already paid her 200 for yeah. 120. So that's 80 bucks, and then Good I'm gonna profit. pay. Her, I'm gonna pay her another 200. Dang! Oh, oh, wow. Well, that's a little too much. Yeah, that's way too much. I, no, I paid you for <laughs> for watching Take Stanley. It. No, I didn't see. My Venmo payment. must be broken. Mm-hmm. I've used that. Wait, one you before. don't have the Stanley payment yet either? No. Oh, oh my Venmo must be broken because I'm over here paying Abby every day. Oh. What if I'm paying the wrong person? Oh shoot! Oh no, other Abby. Anderson. I thought Abby was gonna say, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> no. What if it is the artist Abby Anderson? <laughs> She's, She's like, getting hey. all this money from you. So I owe I owe Abby four hundred dollars. For the two hats and then for watching Dang, dude. Stanley oh. when we were gone. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. Thank yeah. you. Hey, me and you. <laughs> I don't think people are going to pay that much though on Etsy. <laughs> so that would mean she would make about 300 bucks for doing these two hats. That's enough, right? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're I good. Mean, especially, I was just thinking 550 an hour. That's. 550 an hour? Where are you getting 550 an hour? Like $5.50 an hour? Yeah. You don't think it's good work? No, I think the Go Hogs one is really good. Oh, I like the A because it's perfect. perfect. Well, the A, man, I can't. I'm, I'm not having you critique Abby. Nope, you did no, not get to critique Abby. What is wrong with the Abby? A, Abby, the a sure looks too much like it. Alabama. No, that's the Arkansas that's the Arkansas A. A. I know, but I Google A for Alabama that's too. That's different. No, that's it's on the right side. The yeah. little thing is on the right side on the I told Abby, don't make it the Alabama A or the Alabama red. Because I'm not going to wear it. I'd rather die. <laughs> so we're going to wear those at the game? Shout out Tuscaloosa, yeah. Okay. Me and you. Um, another thing, okay. Abby, you waited in line two hours for Morgan Wallen tickets to the free show? <laughs> yeah, I actually did. You couldn't get free ones here? I, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't like asking. But well, why didn't you ask me? I'm not one to ask. Why didn't you ask things. me? I don't know. Wow. I'd rather wait in line two hours and ask That's for crazy. a favor. You'd rather wait in line two hours outside of the venue <laughs> than ask me for two tickets I could get by just texting somebody. Oh, shoot. I keep saying, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wanted. To, I, I thought it was a cool experience. I wanted to earn okay. my way in. I guess. I, I don't know. want to tell her this because she's probably gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, I waited for two hours." But the newest member of our team, like bottom Lauren? newest, um, she hit me up asking for mine <laughs> if I was not going, and I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna be able to make it. So here you go." <laughs> well, look at me. You just gotta ask for stuff, Abby. I know. Oh man, Abby. Someone on Instagram asked me. <laughs> and you can Would you have given them it? to Abby though? No. No. I figured. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I'd have been like, ah, go wait in line. Well, Abby, if you lesson. want something, ask for it. And if I can't get it to you, I'll say, hey, I, I, I can't. But if I can, I will every single time, okay? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I don't want to be known for that, though. Oh, like my God. Uh, never mind, Abby. Never hey, ask me for it. I can't but take I will. It. I, can't, I, I can't take her. You're, Abby, you're fired. All right. Oh, man. wow. That was yeah, it. Yeah, we went zero to 100 <laughs> real quick. All right. Abby, thank you for the hats. They look great. I'm going to pay you as soon as this breaks over. Don't thank th- isn't you. Isn't she awesome? So good. That's amazing. I'm dude. impressed. And Which then, one are you going to wear? I don't know. Maybe I'll switch it up. Oh, we, we just can play three card Monty with the hats over the like, card. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I mean, I love all the Rocky movies. I think the only one that I didn't love, love was kind of the one where he's older. It wasn't the final one. 
And he goes and he fights the guy in the street. In the alley, yeah. Rocky Five, <laughs> dude. I don't know if that was that five? Yeah. I didn't love that one. I loved I like six when he came back as an old guy and fight. And then I liked all the Creed movies. Hmm. There was six, right? There was one after that one. Yeah, there's one more. Balboa, I think that was called. Yeah, Balboa's Balboa's good. <laughs> Him and Draga still had a beef like 80 years later. Yeah, they're in the <laughs> old folks home. <laughs> but Creed came back, and I loved Creed 1. Thought it was fantastic. Creed 2 was good. All right. Yeah, good. But not as great. But Creed 3 is out now. Yeah, and it's really good. If you like the first two, you'll love this one. So what's the difference? So this one is Michael B. Jordan as Adonis back, and he's like at the end of his career. He's retiring. He just wants to spend time with his family. But then this guy comes back who they were friends when they were kids, and they got in this altercation, and he ended up in jail for 18 years. He's back trying to get back into boxing. Yeah. I saw a picture of this dude, like in real life, and I think he'd gotten to like 4 or 5% body fat yeah, for the Jonathan movie. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. He's such a great villain. Really? Yeah, he's really good. Did you like the movie? I love the movie. I love all the Creed movies. This one's a little bit cheesier than the other two, but the final fight scene is the best one in any Creed movie, and I think now it's in the talk for being the best tri- one of the best trilogies of all time. Well, Not better than Rocky Rocky. <laughs> well, there's more than, what, than Trilogy. three. Yeah, Trilogy. Yeah. Three Five. movies. Good point. Yeah. Because <laughs> Rocky Four though, is my favorite Rocky of the Rockies. That's the only one I've seen. Because he beats the Russian. So, yeah. You know yeah. how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. Beat the Russians. Always. We need that. Rocky Five, Six. Yeah, I get. What would that be called? A Six Tuplet? Elegy? <laughs> what do you call a, yeah, a no, series? Yeah. Just a series? A franchise. Yeah. What do you give Creed Three? I give it four out of five boxing gloves. It's probably the most emotional one yet. But yeah, Jonathan Majors as the villain is one of the best in all the Rocky movies. You ever see the clip from Michael B. Jordan? It could have been Creed 1 or 2 where he has the guy punch him in the face so it looks real. He's in the ring and he's standing. He's like, you just have to punch me in the face. Oh, like they're shooting the movie? And he ends up getting a concussion from that, but he's like, we only got one shot to do this. Oh, my. And he's in the ring and boom, just gets, he goes with it a little bit, but just gets jacked. Wow. And I'm not that committed to anything. No, and they didn't do, they didn't do that in the original Rockies. No, you, you see them actually miss. <laughs> they miss them. Yeah, you see like the glove go by yeah. their nose. Oh. All right, four out of five. Is that only in theaters? It is only in theaters. That is crap. Let me know when it comes out where I can watch it at home. <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. Well, that's it. I also love Creed the Band. Yes, you do. And I'm going to tell you this. Eddie loves Creed the Band a little more than he used to. Absolutely. Because Eddie used to be like, not for me. Oh yeah, he hated on them hard. It's not 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 my kind of music, but but man, you share a stage with Scott Stapp. I'm sorry, it's not Jimmy Buffett, Eddie, yeah, or Pearl Jam. Okay, or or you too. Okay, you know what I mean? No, because I I paid money to go to a Creed concert. You did a I long time Creed, ago. Yeah, and so they we played with them. Go ahead. No, I mean, I mean, you how good is he? How good is he? No, he's amazing. He's yes. amazing, and you can't argue with. What he did with those fans, like all the everyone in there, you look at them, they were smiling so big, loving their life. And I'm like, you know what? I can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. Can't do it. Two things Eddie loves now. Creed Nickelback. <laughs> no, didn't say that. Oh, you're still not on the Nickelback <laughs> didn't train? Didn't say that. But right. it's funny when the those artists are in here, he doesn't. Oh, he's a big t- coward. He, yeah. What do you he want me to do? Yeah. He's a coward anything. of the county. Yeah. What do you, you want get, me to do? You got a big yellow stripe going down your back. Shotgun, huh? Mm-hmm. Is that Kenny Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> he's a coward of the county. <laughs> All right, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. On, on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones is on. 
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.